Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This segment has been brought to you by Gorilla Strength Equipment. They build the equipment that we all use. They take great pride in what they do and believe wholeheartedly that things worth doing are worth doing right. Everything they send out, they're proud of, and every single item that comes out of that shop has a lifetime warranty. Just as important as producing heavy-duty quality equipment is providing top-notch customer service, their number one purpose in life is to make a difference by helping people. Their goal is not to make a transaction with a customer. That doesn't mean shit. It's to create relationships, build friendships, and help people achieve their goals. The home gym craze is really just gone crazy. People aren't wanting to go pay 40, 50, 60, 70 bucks, you know, to go to a gym and spend, you know, several hours of their life there. They're trying to do it in their home. They're trying to do it in the garage, trying to do it in the basement. They're just trying to get it done. So this is a place you want to go to. Gorilla Strength Equipment will make just about anything. The creative mind that David Dennis has is unfathomable. I'd, I've helped him design stuff myself for strongman events. You might have seen our equipment at Mammoth Strength Challenge. You might have seen it at Kentucky Strongest. You might have seen it at the Arnold Amateur World Championships. Last year, we just used the Bubba Bar as the axle deadlift for that championship. Now, we were able to load that bar up to over 700 pounds. There was no flex. None. None whatsoever. And we still had enough room to put another 400 pounds of bumper plates on there. See, they make great stuff. You need it. I need it. I use them all the time. I've got hubs. I've got axles. I've got bars. I've got grip stuff. Everything that you could ever need from Gorilla Strength is there. You need to contact them and let them know. Now, we're running a special deal for you. If you're listening to this podcast, if you use the coupon code H2OCAST, that's H2OCAST, when you do your checkout, you can get a Bubba Bar at the low, low price of $120. That's shipped. That's everything included. That's called you spend $120 and it's going to get delivered to your house. That is fantastic. You're not going to find another deal like that. Now, these are the same bars that we used at the Arnold Championships, the Amateur, Amateur World Championships. We use these bars. They're fantastic. So if you go online, you go to GorillaStrength.us and you use the coupon code H2OCAST, it's H2OCAST, then you can get these very, very, very special bars for only $120 shipped to your house. Normally, they're $150, so you're getting 30 bucks off. This is a huge discount, everybody. Go and check out David Dennis at GorillaStrength.us. What's up, everybody? So we're sitting here at another episode coming to you live from Iceland. Uh, we're here at Thor's Gym. Yes, the Thor, that that one, the one that you guys all know. Um, and if you don't already know who he is, then Game of Thrones, the mountain, he's kind of a big deal. He owns a gym in Iceland. It's it's really nice. I like it a lot. And we're sitting here with uh, Sigfus Fosdale. See, your name I didn't butcher nearly as bad. No, that was pretty good. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. You, you, should, you should go teach Kale back. I ain't teaching that motherfucker anything because he's just dumb. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan. He just... No, I'm just not a fan. He's a fucking dick. Um, he was a dick to me. He was a dick to me online. He deletes fucking posts that I put up. He's just hes just not a nice guy. Okay. Yeah. If he I, treated, I, I've never met the guy. I've never met him. Yeah. If he treated people better, I'd probably like him. But he doesn't. 
Yeah, same thing for his brother, fucking OB. But in any case, <laughs> I don't want to start this podcast off with something so negative. That's a bit late, but okay. Yeah. So we're here with Sigfus, and uh, to credit some of his accolades. Um, Whoa, that's harsh. <laughs> You're really going to think that hard? Thanks, buddy. No, I'm just trying to see what order I want to put it in. Do I want to go chronologically or just overall? Alphabetically. So let, let's start. No, fuck that. I can't remember all that. Because then you'll like throw Icelandic things at me, and then I'll just be all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're missing the thought and stuff. No. So you started super young, what, 14? Yeah. And powerlifting. Yeah. Um, you reached, uh, well, you went and competed in IPF. Um, did you go to Worlds at IPF? Uh, did the IPF World in 2014, mm-hmm. but I also did the Junior Worlds in the States in 05 and uh, Bulgaria in 06. Got a uh, silver in uh, 06. Okay. Uh, but I also did some from 2008 till 2011. I competed outside the IPF with uh, the WPF mostly. Uh, I did the Mr. Olympia with uh, with Steve Tennyson. Uh, that's a great meet director. One of the best, probably in the states, of the that's, world, um, probably. That's USPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was with uh, no USPL. He used to be the USPA before. Yeah. Uh, he split 20, 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I competed with these two federations back then. Both, uh, both fantastic. Did the worlds with IPF, no, WPF uh, twice at that time. Won uh, the powerlifting on Wilkes uh, the first time around and. Uh, the second time I got injured a little bit, but I still finished uh, uh, the Wilkes in the bench press competition, single lift. Okay. Um, so that takes us almost to like 2008, and that's when that's when you and I met. Yeah. So let's let's walk the people through that 2008 year and go into uh, natural worlds uh, that we both went to. So so it's from your perspective and not just me telling stories. Um, when you met me. You went to that that world's contest. How was that? It was a pretty fun show. Uh, it was the first time I competed with the Natural Strongman Federation, and uh, there was a lot of good guys there, a lot of fun guys. It's it a good group of people. Uh, uh, they use they use fewer uh, events, like fewer different types of events. Uh, I'm not a fan of all of them, and uh, but I had a great time competing with the Federation, and I met a lot of good people. I mean, you're sitting right here, uh, Adam Keep from the U.S. as well. He came and competed with us later in 2008, and uh, yeah, kept kept up with a lot of the guys, at least uh, you know through social media and stuff like that. And I mean, it was a lot of a good. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. Well, I was kind of thankful for that time because uh, I think 2008 is when I actually got Facebook, um, and that's where I, you know, found you on there and. We got to, to talking back and forth, you know, just a little bit and kind of faded out. And I think the next time that I saw you was, what, 2016 at the Arnold. Yep. So we, we kept in touch, you know, overall a little bit throughout that time, but not uh, not like we do now. No, no, most, mostly just the first couple of years, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it kind of fell apart, but I mean, this is what I love about this sport. This is, a, this is more of a family than friends sort of you know mm-hmm. uh, you'll meet people just a couple of times but those are close friends often I mean I mean close in like I mean you you, you everybody's very positive with you and uh, and I mean you coming over here I mean it was obvious of course I was gonna come and show you around yeah it was not a question 
and uh, this, the camaraderie in this is, is different from what I've seen in other sports through the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's what I love about it. I mean, when I quit powerlifting in 20, 2015, I said I had the goal to get the World's Strongest Man contest. But the day, if the day comes that I don't enjoy what I'm doing, I quit. So you still love it every day? Still having fun? Some days are hard, but I love the sport, yeah. Okay, then let me let me narrow it down a little bit more. Every day that you compete, is it fun? Fuck yeah. Then that's all that matters. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what we all train for is for that, that one day of competition. Yeah. Um, that day with all your friends and all your family there, um, either on the field or off the field, you know, that's, that's really what it's all about. So during this week that I've been here in Iceland, um, you and I have had enormous conversations uh, about everything from uh, how much you love our president of the United States to, um, you know, taking tours here of, of geothermal plants and hydro plants and, you know, seeing how, how Iceland works and going to the pools and, you know, taking me to the, the Grey Lagoon or whatever name it is you called it that I can't pronounce. Um, the amount of pictures and videos and everything else that's, that's, that's happened over this week. Um, I feel like this, this conversation here is just more of a, a recap of one of the greatest fucking weeks of my life, man. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be kind of hard to hit all new material right now, you know? Yeah, because so, yeah, I mean, to us, it's the, it's the same old shit <laughs> that we've been talking about all week. In a way, in um, a way, but there are a lot of, a lot of sides to everything anyway, so. But the people at home right now, or the people listening in their cars, or, you know, wherever else they're, they're tuning into the H2O cast, Wherever they are, they don't know the awesome time that we've had. I've, I've tried to post a lot of stuff to social media um, as much as I really could, but I also just wanted to enjoy this place. And, you know, sometimes I just put my phone down. Like, look, I'm not taking any pictures. I'm yeah. just going to look and just embrace this and see, you know, how it, how it feels just, just to be here. And it's been absolutely fucking phenomenal. And there's absolutely no way, and i got to thank you hugely for this, there's no way this would have happened. Had we not met in 2008 and became friends. Think about that. Yeah. This it's, is actually... huge. When I pick you up at the airport, this is the fourth time we meet. Yeah. Because we met in Florida. That was the third time. Right. At Worlds, which was another accolade I was going to go into, this year was your first year going to World's Strongest Man. Yeah. Finally. Which is a, a really, really big deal. 22 um, years after I started and mm-hmm. 20 years after I said it the first time that I was going to be there. Yeah. And... I'm sure you're, you're on your way back for next year. Um, you did have an injury, um, fairly devastating, but not to the point that it's going to end your career. Just to the point it's going to slow you down a little bit, but you'll be back next year. So Well, it's, it's only a matter of the invite. I'll be ready next year. And if, uh, if I can't get, get an invite, I'll be there the year after. Yeah. Uh, I said the moment this happened, I've been lucky for the 22 years with injuries, only my second injury. Mm-hmm. And I have no right to cry. I have no right to bitch and moan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be honest, uh, when we, it was actually in a way more difficult to get from where it happened into the tent because it was a long way. Yeah. And uh, lactic acid was so I was filled with it. I mm-hmm. could I could I couldn't even keep my arms on the shoulder of the guys trying to help me. And, and they were carrying this 400-pound dude on their shoulders. Yeah. <coughs> so when I finally got there, I was laying down, and I was 
I get sarcastic even when shit happens. So mm. I was almost, in a way, laughing. And uh, Stefan Sove comes in, a great Icelandic strongman, been with unlucky, very unlucky with injuries. He's had the same injury and got infected when he was healing and it was shit, but he comes up to me, how are you? Oh, me? I, I'm great. I'm not going to pitch to that guy. I know what he's been through. Yeah. He's a fantastic strongman. He, sh- he could have done so much better if, if not for simply being unlucky. Mm-hmm. So in a way, that helped to get him in my face, even though he came, of course, fr- in friendly. I just, I know how it is. And I, yeah, I, I'll be okay. No, no biggie. Hmm. It's a big setback, but it's all been fine. So how is the how's the recovery been from from the Achilles? How is that going? I got lucky. Uh, I tore it next to the muscle, not next to the heel. And for that, they don't operate. Uh, there's no need to. And uh, I basically needed didn't need the boot, uh, so I basically just had the first seven to ten days while I was getting home and getting through all that stuff. Uh, so I was supposed to use the leg as much as I could without, of course, being in unnecessary pain. Uh, three weeks out, I talked to my physical therapist and he gave me some directions on very easy training to start with, just like standing on one foot and all that. Uh, I was getting needles already uh, before we even got to Iceland. I had my, my massage therapist with me out there. So uh, when you say needles, you're saying acupuncture. Acupuncture, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Just don't want the listeners to get confused on what kind of needles. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, you just yeah. say needles and that, man, their minds run. They go yeah. anywhere with that shit. So. Right. Good point, good point, buddy. But yeah, um, yeah. so I've, I've had treatment from day one. I've been doing uh, exercises from week three. And I think it was 10 weeks out, 11 weeks out, I was I pulled 300 kilos in deadlift. And uh, it was fairly quick. And every time I want to lay down and be a bitch about how hard this has all been, I just remember that Lauren Chalet tore his the same day. And the day I pulled 300, he got out of his boot. So again, I would be an asshole if I was complaining. Yeah, that is a, a very fast recovery in that aspect. And during our week here, um, I've, I've been very uh, influential in the amount of walking you've had to do. Because you keep asking me <laughs> shit like, hey, do you want to go see that monument up there on top of that mountain? And I go, fuck yeah, I do. I mean, and you're like, damn it. I mean, I'm not used to fat motherfuckers like us saying yes to the walking. So yeah. I was always like, I will ask, I will ask him and he will say no. Then you all say yes, but yeah. it's been so much fun. I mean, when you talked about how good it would have been to have an Iceland, you know, walking around with you. But like I told you over the week, a lot of the stuff I've been showing you, I haven't seen in 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it is like, yeah, it's there. I saw it one day and it's, it's cool, but... Uh, I have no need to go back. Yeah. So it's been it's been fantastic to revisit all that. And actually, a couple of the places we've been, I haven't been before. Right. And that's 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 just dumb. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've competed with Husafell Stone, but I've never been in Husafell before, where it resides at. That's crazy. How, how dumb is that? Mm. I, I don't know that it's dumb. It's you know, you're, you're we, not necessarily seeing what it is that I'm seeing for the first time. Exactly. Uh, and you don't have the same appreciation. Exactly. And that's that sucks. 
So but, it's, but it's been great to get a second this, pair of eyes. I think this week, though, you've gotten a lot of the appreciation back. Oh, yeah. Because I'll look over at you when we're looking at like some view that I'm looking at and just my, my jaws on the fucking ground. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And I look over and I see you and you have that same admiration. You have that same look of going, damn, this is fucking cool. It is. And it makes you think. It, what, what it personally feels like to me is it makes you think more about how lucky you are in your life that you get to live here I mean uh, this, this is a great place to grow up and raise kids I mean this is so, about so many aspects of our life we get used to what we have and we stop stop appreciating it mm-hmm. I mean I've, I've been injury free more or less I mean two injuries in 22 years and you get accustomed to it and then I got injured this summer and I went back into rehab and and rehabbing that leg, by the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so and uh, I get my frustrations out with uh, doing a very a lot of pressing, and that's going well. And then have a minor minor injury. I don't count those; those are just part of the process in my shoulder, and and that fucked me up because it had been keeping me going that I could get some steam out with doing heavy presses and heavy bench and. And then something popped in my shoulder a little bit, nothing serious, but I'm still in a little pain, and it will come back, and I don't consider it serious. But I'm doing all the rehab work for it, but that day I almost, that day I almost cried. There was like talking on the fucking talking ice cream, you know. It was like, shit, really? But it's, it's life. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to appreciate all the good things. No matter where they are. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely think that, you know, both of us have been very blessed um, in our lives. You know, you've got three wonderful kids, very loving wife, you know, a great house. And you live in a town that I still can't pronounce no matter how hard I fucking try. <laughs> um, you've told me a hundred times and I sounded out after you say it and it sounds almost okay. And then 10 minutes go by and I forget the whole damn thing again. Um, so hopefully when I see them printed on my map at home. I'll be able to put my pins in. It'll be better. Um, but I really think that, you know, both of us have been super fortunate. Um, you've got a great family um, that is yours. And then you also have your strong family, um, which is a phrase that I've coined, you know, a few years ago. The strong man is family. It is. Because the connections I've made here have held truer, been stronger than any of my connections that I ever had. You know, I, I was in the military for 12 years, and they always talk about the camaraderie of the units and, and everything, and man, most of those guys fucking suck. <laughs> I had a few friends that I didn't work with that I had in the military that I still talk to now, but the majority of them fucking sucked. They were out for themselves. They weren't there for only for that camaraderie. They all have those connections, but I never did. I played soccer. Um, I played in uh, a D-League in Korea. I played in a D-League in Italy. I played in uh, Turkey. And you're like, oh, those those must be your, where your friends came from. No. None of those guys fucking worked out either. They were all kind of sucked. I played semi-pro football when I was in Italy. Um, I played soccer when I was in the States. Um, and then, of course, I played high school football. So I played all these sports. And you think, oh, man, this is where the connections are made. This is where everything comes from. And it's like, no, it's really not. But I've got strongman friends that I can call up anytime. Hey, man, I really need to crash on the couch. I know you're four countries away from me right now, but I really need to crash on the couch. <laughs> like with you, I was anytime, like, hey. Anytime. You know, you always told me, man, anytime you want to come to Iceland. And then I saw you in Florida. I was like, you know what? I'll fucking come to Iceland. Yeah. How's September? You were like, 
come on. So I went and bought my ticket and told you, and you were like, all right, this is great. And then just kind of showed up. And it's been literally the greatest fucking vacation of my life. And I've been everywhere. I mean, I've been all over the fucking planet, stayed in amazing places all over Europe, throughout Asia, and it's been great. But nothing compares to this trip here. Nothing this thing compares. Oh, Lord. Let's not sing. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I can handle that shit. <laughs> uh, we need another bourbon for that. Yeah, we need a lot more bourbon for that. I'll need a couple more bottles, I think. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just, just being here, being able to hang out and go see all these things. You've also made it to where, you know, gym training is a big part of your life. And it became a part of the tour. Oh, it yeah. It wasn't just, we got to go see this city or that city. It was, oh, yeah, we got to take this time for the gym. I mean, you're not going to come here and go see Akabolt or Thor's. Mm-hmm. You go train in them. Absolutely. Go see them. I mean, you don't go see the Atlantic. You go swim in it. We did that, too. We did that, too. Yeah. I, I don't know if you call it swimming as much as no, getting no, no, in. No, 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 no. Details, man. Details. That's, don't get hung up on the details. Don't get hung up on the details. <laughs> I mean, there is video evidence of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were in there. But, uh, yeah, I can claim that I was in the North Atlantic. The whale-watching um, company is called. They want us to come again. Oh, is that what yeah. it is? <laughs> we have had our picture taken yeah, a lot of times. a lot of times. Because um, for some reason, if I'm just quiet and I'm walking through a crowd, people think I'm from here and I'm a Viking. Um, which you know I'm, I'm I'm okay with it, but then they hear me talk and then they go, <laughs> "Wait a minute, you're from the states, ain't you? You're from the next next county over?" Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm from Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. that's fine." Because we went to um, what's that? What's the name of that crater we went to? Uh, it's called uh, Graubrook. Graubrook. Close enough. I, I try, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work. That's pretty good. Um, but we go to this one, and this is the one where you said, ah, this fat guy's not going to say yes. <laughs> There's stairs. We're not doing it. Yeah. And I looked up, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to go to this Which one, a couple of steps? Yeah, just a couple of steps, which you got me back for that later. Yeah. Um, but we, we're, we're walking up, man, and you know, we get out of the car. We're, me and you are bullshit, and I throw my jacket on, and you got yours. And we're walking up through this crowd of people, and this little old lady just comes up to us like, can I take your picture? And I don't say a word. You answer, and you've got the accent, mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, yeah, these guys are they're like from here. They're big giant vikings and uh, then we're walking a little bit more and I'm looking at these people and I see them and I, I notice certain things and I think the girl the lady's husband was like you're, you're American ain't you and I said uh, yep <laughs> where are you from Kentucky oh we're from Ohio it's like cool you just got your picture taken with me how's that working <laughs> out for you um, and then we go and we go up this this fucking crater and we see it feels like forever um, I feel like every place that we went was a different part of a Lord of the Rings movie. Um, we were in Mordor. We were in the Elven Kingdoms. We were, okay, I mean, everywhere. I, it, at one point, I expected orcs to pop out of the ground. I mean, it was absolutely phenomenal. So we leave that place, and then we finally get up to like to your house, and you start showing me around, and it's it's otherworldly, man. It just it doesn't make sense that all this is on this little island. That's a funny part. In the middle of the water. It's so diverse. Yeah. there's. It's like the biggest little island in the world is what it feels like. Yeah. I'd um, say that. Because I've never seen, you know, a place like this. And then wildlife-wise, you know, no large natural predators, no real big herbivores. You've got, you know, reindeer that have been imported. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, like, no big animals here. Not, not wild, no. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've got sheep. You've got your, yeah, well, your, your have, rams and your ewes. 
Leaves. Um, I did see some big ass swans. Yeah, they're pretty big. And the ravens. And fucking crows are huge here, man. They're like the size of buzzards. They're <laughs> massive. I'm thinking if you hit one with your car, it's going to total it out. It, it, it will dent it pretty badly. For sure. Same, just, same with the geese. Goose, gooses. Go, gooses. You know, and them Canadian gooses. Yeah. Um, that's a nice throwback to Letterkenny. So um, that's an inside <laughs> joke for us. Um, geese is the correct word. I just like to say shit wrong. Just so he'll look at me and go, wait a minute, is that the way you say oh, it? He's had been doubting myself this whole week. Yeah. Like, fuck, I, I thought I knew that. I say things like more gooder and up air and over yonder, and he's like, what fucking word is that? I don't. It's hillbillies. That's, that's that <laughs> hillbilly for you. So, you know, I, I've always got that in, in my pocket, ready to go. Um, I try to keep my accent down as far as I can, but uh, sometimes it just comes out, man, and I tell you what, I tell you what. Um, but no, it's been. It's been a phenomenal trip, and you know we've had a lot of good long talks. You know we've had four-hour drives both directions. You know up from Reykjavik up to your place and then back, and then we went out and um, you know you got to go to Husafell for the first time. Yeah. And, so and, I know what my first time was like. What was your first time in Husafell like? <laughs> I just thought for a second you were going in another direction. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we're not going there, buddy. No, um, we're not. I, I loved it, man. Uh, I, like I said, I competed with a stone before, mm-hmm. uh, but where where it resides up there, and it's it uh, is not any completely even ground around no. there. So I I decided two weeks ago I wasn't gonna walk with it because of my Achilles tendon still healing up and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. but I had to pick it up, and I picked it up today. Well, it felt good. I haven't touched it since last year, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I was going somewhere. You yeah. haven't touched the Who's Fell since last year? No. You had a plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we deadlifted last Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, that sat in to my back a little bit. And uh, then the, all the driving and all the walking, I was so stiff when I got down there. So rather than, you know, taking, you know, patting it a little bit first or stuff, I was just like, I'm just gonna pick it up once and get it over with, and and it hurt, but not in a bad way. It was just because I was stiff, you know. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. We're not 25 like Christian is, so or like 11, like 11, he is. five. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not not very old. Um, it's not not very old. Fucking millennials! I tell you <laughs> what, it's crazy. <laughs> but he's still a good guy, though. I'll, he's great. He's. He's passable, you know. We can we, we might be able to keep him around for a while. Uh, we keep him injury free and keep those biceps intact, and I think he he might be all right. Yeah, he's he's been. I appreciate the fact that he's listening to what I tell him to do, mm-hmm. and I think I can promise you he's not regretting it. Yeah, I mean he he does well. You know, I've I've been there for a couple of training sessions, and yeah. then, of course him picking up that Hoosville today oh, yeah. and just running running with it. With it? I mean, it was fantastic. He's like, I felt a little slow. Like, but, dude, you're, you're <laughs> fucking sprinting with the damn thing. But, I mean, he's coming into this sport of crazy motherfuckers with a back injury. Mm-hmm. That's harsh. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. But he's done the fucking groundwork again and again, and he will mm-hmm. keep doing it. And he will get wherever you want to go. Absolutely. He's going to be in the world's strongest man in four or five years at least. I think that'd be a good time. I think I think once you hit 30, that's a good time to really open yourself yeah, up yeah, to because, And also because we're taking this approach to keep him injury-free. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we've seen, we've seen so many fantastic guys don't get where they belong because they kept getting injured. Some, some people just get very unlucky, but others just get injured because they train stupid. Yeah. It happens to a lot of guys, and you'll see them just, they'll blow up in, in two years, and you're like, man, this is the next phenom. And they will disappear in another then, two. Yeah, and then they're just, they're just gone. Longevity in this sport, it's there, uh, but only for the great ones. Yeah, and all the smart ones. That is true. You, you have to be smart in the sport. You can't just go about it and be like, well, I'm big and strong. Fuck it. We're good. Yeah. That's how you end up with, you know, torn quads, torn biceps, and broken too, bones. And too stupid shit just to get it on camera and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Um, so I really think that, like, what we did today in Husafel was huge because we we all wanted to do a little more. Of course. You know, um Christian, he wanted to do like, you know, eight, 11 more laps, something like at that. At least, at least. Uh, I think he wanted to shoulder it a couple of times and then like do some squatting, you know, because <laughs> he's nuts. But all of us there together, collectively, we were like, that's just not going to be a good idea. That's good. There, just put we're it good. down. And we did it. We got the video evidence. But then, it was on a good camera, so but, we're fine. But, but just so it, so it comes off right, uh, we also pushed each other. Mm-hmm. It was not just that, don't do, don't do more, be careful. It was just be smart. Keep fucking pulling because even though you just dropped it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's, a, it's a technique to it. We, we've Christian have both tried it before. You took a couple of tries just to figure it out. Yeah, you could do it. If I mean, if you went up there alone, do you think you would have finished it? It would have taken me a while, um, but I don't know. I I'm mean, not saying you wouldn't have, but yeah. a lot of guys would have tried five, six times, not gotten any feedback. Mm-hmm. Nobody like, come on, you can do this not finished it yeah I, I tell you one thing that helped me out a lot was having this awesome videographer there oh he's um, good he's a great yeah, guy he's fucking really really good yeah, yeah. taking some amazing pictures this whole time um, if you guys follow the, the H2O cast uh, Facebook page or even my personal go, one just go check it out just you go see, check it out and you'll there. see some amazing pictures on there of me because I'm stunning all the time yeah, well, not, and, the, not actually that's true it's not that I mean, difficult of a job have you seen the beard shot. Yeah, so but you know to get those amazing kind of photos that belong in GQ, it takes a lot of work, and the great videographer slash photographer uh, that is Sigfus or as I call him Siggy, uh, did a fantastic job. I'm, I'm sending them over to GQ tomorrow just so you know. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good because I really think I could be there for the uh, big and tall section that they have. That's cool. That's tall. What I'm looking for. I'm, At least big. I'm, I'm tallish. I'm, ta- I'm taller than uh, Christian. Yeah. Which doesn't take much. I mean, I mean uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, okay. I saw an Oompa Loompa factory as we were coming in, and yeah, they were taller too, so. They were a little orange, but, you know, it was okay. Well, that's, uh, well, that's what you like in your president anyway, so. I mean, whatever works, you know. We know that you love uh, Donald Trump a lot. A wholeheartedly. We know that you support him, you know, wholeheartedly. And, uh, you know, he's probably your favorite president of all time. So, mm. uh, we'll just leave that subject right there and let people just think about it all they want and you not defend yourself at all. People are sitting and, there right there like, is he being sarcastic or is he not? No, definitely. Let totally leave, let leave, yeah. I don't, let's leave them right there. We'll just, just leave wondering. them right there with Sigfus loves Donald Trump. President Donald Trump. Well, not, not the other guy? There's another guy? No, the President yeah, Donald Trump. No. I just well, wondering why you had to add his title. Everybody knows who he is. There's a junior. Oh, there is. Yeah, he's got a he got yeah, a kid. That's how interested I am. He's less orange, so it's okay. <laughs> but it's all right. So, but we've had like so many fucking conversations over this last week, man. It's hard to, you know, really just hit a highlight reel for what we're dealing with. Now. A lot, a lot of the stuff that's been said as well. 
it really doesn't belong out in the open. I mean, I don't see why not. Right? <laughs> a lot of the jokes will really lose their, you know. You got to have some context for a lot of the context jokes. Context and some some things yeah. I would not say to anyone, but people face to face that I really like. Yeah, you got to really yeah. like them. So just the anonymous fans out there that are yeah. that are your fans, you don't want to talk to them like that. No, no. <laughs> That's just for for no. private. Okay, I'm with you there, man. Yeah. So, and getting back to the trip and being here um, this week. I, I can't say it enough of how freaking awesome it is. But I, I was able to like teach you something while I was here. And I was pretty um, ecstatic about it. But I'm pretty sure it might have ruined some things for you. Uh, mayonnaise is made with mostly oil <laughs> and a little bit of egg. No, that, that, was, uh, that was probably something you choose to... Ignore. Get wrong, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you just wanted that to I was just like, yeah, be like fucking eggs, they're, they're good for you. No cholesterol issue there. I mean, yeah. Is. Except for that synthetic oil that's in that shit. <laughs> but that was a fun little little time there. Yeah, you ruined that for me. You no, I knew, I knew it wasn't great, but I, I, I mean, also the eggs are in there at least not as bad as they used to say 20 years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, they, I, I'm, I, right now I, I'm eight, eight, eight eggs a day. Yeah. I wouldn't give that up. Well, in in five more years are going to change your mind again and everything's going to be bad for you that's good for you now. Yeah, I mean, at one point you're going to have to eat your eggs upside down. Mm -hmm. Then they're going to be fine because then cholesterol won't know what's happening. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then if you spin them back, then it'll be okay. Fast enough, yeah. If you only eat them uh, soft-boiled, then you're going to be okay. And you also know if, uh, if, if the light in your fridge isn't working mm -hmm. and you eat at midnight or something, the calories don't count because you can't see them. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So I need to undo the light bulb in my fridge. Obviously, you haven't. So wait, does that mean during the winter none of your calories count? If you turn off the lights, yeah. Because it's always dark. Yeah. So okay, that's good to know. I think that's how you've reached your. Um, <laughs> we'll call it yeah. uh, stature. Huffy and a puffy. Oh, it fluffy. 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 Fluffy yeah. stature. Yeah. That's what it is. So I want to get into a little bit of. Introducing me to the pools and oh, yeah, the, that was good. the that was geezers good. and the geysers and old the, geezers, the old geezers, <laughs> you know, the old geezers that are gay and the geysers. Yeah, those. Yeah. Um, the water here leaves your body feeling just completely different. I love the water in Kentucky. I feel that it's a good, clean, quality water. I drink the tap water there. I do have a filter on it. Just to make sure there's no like flakes in it, uh, like metal or shit, because that can sometimes happen with metal pipes. Um, but the water here. That's high quality H2O right there. That's high quality H2O. Mm -hmm. um, the water here is just fucking different. I've never experienced anything like this. Um, in most places in the world, if you have tap water, it is uh, considered to be of quality when it's drinkable. <laughs> I've been to places where it is, and I've been to places where it isn't. Yeah, yeah. But I've always tried to drink the local water as much as I could because, you know, it's free. less plastic. It's oh, free-ish. Yes. It's free-ish. Um, and just, you know, be able to I to do not in. remember asking you to pay for the water in my taps, but okay. Most places it's free. I'm, not everywhere. I'm messing with you. Sometimes you order water at a restaurant, they charge you for that bullshit. Not here. Not here, no. Yeah. Here they're just like, there's a picture. It's from the tap. You're good. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, it's from the tap? Fuck. And then I drink it. And it's fucking amazing. It's better than one of the plastic bottles in the shops. 
It really is. Um, I, I enjoy the water here. I don't have to have ice. It doesn't have to be super cold. It's just, just good water. I can fill up whatever bottle that I have from wherever, and everything works out. Whereas, you know, at home, you fill up with the water from the Coke machine. It doesn't always taste that great. There's some calcium in it. There's some other chemicals. There's, you know, extra fluoride. And here, it's just it's just good, clean water. There's a little bit of a sulfur smell in the hot water from time to time. Yeah. But beyond that, it's just, it's like the best well water I've ever had. Because um, I've had well water in Kentucky, and it's it's a little different. It's got that mineral deposit to it, but it's also runoff water. So you may or may not feel good or feel bad after you drink it. Whereas here, I only feel good. Be bathing in it, you know, hanging out at the pools, or whatever it else is that I'm doing, it always makes me feel better. So... Is that the fucking secret, man? Is that the is that the one thing that Iceland has that nobody else does, and that's why you guys breed these gigantic motherfuckers that just win everything? I think it's definitely an aspect to it. But I mean, obviously, since being in the sport for most of my life, this question comes up every now and then: What's the big differences? And uh, I think a big part of it is that, like in the 16, 17, 1800s, we had such a difficult time, and before that as well, uh, we had the plague, of, like many others, obviously, too, but uh, we also had the volcanic eruption that, uh, I mean, that had a huge impact. Livestock was killed and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, so a lot of people died as well. We we had those who had it, mostly those who had it the shittiest moved to America, like one-third of the nation moved overseas. And uh, so basically what you get left with is the fuckers that will survive anything. And they breed. Don't get me wrong, we, not everybody here is awesome like us, strongmen. But, I mean, you, you breed crazy fuckers. I mean, just look at... CrossFit. I'm not a fan of the sport, but uh, we have two Icelandic women that won their World Games. I think they hold, what, five titles together? Mm-hmm. Annie has three, and I think Katrin has two. We've had guys that are up in the top three. Uh, we had the master third place in male. He's from Akureyri. He's probably going to do a podcast next year. He had to go to Reykjavik this weekend when we were up north. So... I mean, 330,000 people, and, and we made it to the Worlds in soccer. Mm-hmm. It's a team sport with 11 players on, on the field at the same time. Yeah, and you It's like half of the half the country. And they did like they did a, a joke of this. It was like we need so many working in this, so many of that. Uh, this guy's doing that. There's one president, and the rest is on a football team. Yeah, the, rest, like the, the rest, the national soccer yeah, team. Yeah, you, you just go play football. Uh, I mean, we got second place. In handball, another team sport of the Olympics, makes us by far the smallest nation ever to reach podium in a team sport of the Olympics, by far. Mm-hmm. The, the other one is in, in the millions. Yeah, most of our cities in the States are bigger than 330,000. I haven't Googled it, but I'm pretty sure you will have a street in the States that has more people. Probably in LA, for sure. Yeah. We've got more people than that. Well, pretty big streets, you know. But yeah. Still. Well, Pacific Highway probably has more than that on it. Yeah. Um, and those are all rich fucking people, too. So it's just a, we, we're not. 
But yeah, okay. Well, you, I think you guys are rich in, in a different way. Um, you're rich in the country that you have. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily just like minerals yeah, that come uh, out of it. It's not. It's no, not all no, gold no, no, and no. silver. But it's a but quality. The quality that is here, and and you're rich in people, because all I've met since I've been here is really awesome people. Uh, I mean, you came with me, and I introduced you to the people I like. Exactly, which makes it super awesome people. Um, but even like the randos that we would meet, yeah, you know, yeah. just anywhere, as long as they weren't weird looking tourists, they were all really nice. I mean, everybody here is just super nice. Um, everybody speaks English, which is a huge benefit to me because I cannot speak Icelandic. That shit's not going to happen for a while. <laughs> I could probably study this shit for a year and still fuck it all up. You know, I have way too many consonants in every word. <laughs> There's just extra shit in there for no reason. Well, it's just to fuck you guys up. That's what I figured. You just throw in extra letters just for kicks. That's what I'm figuring because when you were telling me stuff to like post on Facebook, I'm like, wait, how do you spell that? Well, those letters don't match. I don't understand why you're telling me this shit right now. Um, but, you know, it, it all just it works. And it's, it's a place that I really want, you know, the rest of the world to see. But when they come here, there's a few tips and tricks that I'm, I'm trying to give, you know, on social media sites and everything else, you know, tips for traveling. Um, when you come here, don't expect your fucking cell phone to work. <laughs> Use Wi-Fi because it's amazing. And it's everywhere. And it's pretty much everywhere. And if they can hook up with you, you're like the greatest fucking tour guide of all time. Well, thank you. Um, so we're going to try to, you know, help you out with that. Um, and, you know, make you a little bit of money. Um, and help all of our listeners get, you know, some really, really good things. So if they use the uh, the discount code of H2OCast when they call you, <laughs> you get a nice hefty little discount yeah. on what it is they're doing. It'll, because it'll, you know they're coming from a good place. We'll get a free Snickers. A free Snickers. Free Snickers with H2O cash <laughs> referral. Uh, it's probably a little bit better deal than that, but we're still working out the yeah, finite yeah, items we'll, we'll on figure it. it out. Um, but if you guys want to come to fucking Iceland, Hit you need up. to just do it. You know, I talked for 11 years. Man, I really want to go to Iceland. Oh, it's too expensive. I never even looked it up. I never even fucking saw it. It cost me $400 to get here, and I've spent less than $1,000 since I've been here. Um, th there's a huge advantage I do have. Um like not paying for lodging because I'm sleeping, you know, in spare rooms and, you know, fun things because, you know, we're, we're good friends. We go way back. Um, but even if I had to spend all the money for all the things, less than two grand for this whole trip. At this point, yeah. Yeah. And that would be to see every fucking thing. Um, and a week is not enough time. You need well, more. to be honest, you haven't seen everything. Everything that I've seen. Oh, uh, yeah. To see yeah. all... It, we checked off every single bucket list item I had with exception of one. And that was just because the rain fucked it up. And that was riding motorcycles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only thing I didn't get to do. Yeah. Um, but when oh, I come wait, back wait, wait, next wait. year... But what did you ride instead? Oh, we got to ride these awesome little carts. Um, they're like rangers, except uh, way more powerful. Uh, so we'll have that video uh, getting posted up here pretty soon. I did not drive it nearly as fast as I wanted to. Um, but I felt I drove it as fast as I should have because I don't have enough money to buy that motherfucker. <laughs> so if I crash, if you, yeah. you break, you buy kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, but that was so much fun just to be able to tool around in, in a cart. And uh, that was that was really awesome. And it's the only driving I've really done since I've been here because you've taken care of me the rest of the time, man. Yeah. You know, everywhere we had to go, you were like, all right, let's go. Let's let's jump in the car. We're going to go do it. And it's been it's been a wonderful, wonderful experience. And it's really not that fucking expensive here. Uh, for anybody who's coming out of like the cities and the states, the prices are about the same. 
For me, it's more expensive because I live in BFE. Mm-hmm. Bum-fucked Egypt is what we call <laughs> that. Um, and everything's cheap where I live. But up here, it's it's really not that bad. And it's been a wonderful fucking trip. And I really recommend that everybody come here. Um, you don't have to do all the same things I did. You don't have to go pick up the Hoosfell Stone. You don't have to do all that stuff. We'll just figure but out what you want to do. Just, just take a look. Google fucking five things. And go look and see. And experience this country for for what it is which is an amazing place on this planet that has some of the greatest toughest people in the world that live here and although they're tough they're super nice so i really want to express that to all the listeners out there to get off your ass and go do something and let that something be come to iceland (laughs) so we uh we were going to some geezers Guys, just geezers, whichever way you want to say it. Um, yesterday, and you were like, "Oh yeah, I know where this place is. It's right over here. We're gonna park here." <laughs> and I could look over there. He's like, "You see those people?" And I'm I'm looking for these people. I don't see anything. I look on top of the mountain. I see some silhouettes. And I'm like, "Man, that's that looks kind of fucking far." He's like, "No, no, 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 no. It's right over here. No problem. We'll get there in five minutes." So we start walking. And the wind starts picking up. We get a little bit of rain. And uh, we get about four kilometers in. And it's like, hey, man, um, are we fucking there yet? And at this point, both of us are looking back at the car, and we can't see the car anymore. It's not even within range. And we're like, well, I guess we got to keep going because we ain't made it yet. So we get all the way up there to the geyser, and it's fucking incredible. Um, the scenery is phenomenal. We're literally walking in Mordor pretty sure we passed Frodo on his way with the ring um, I should have tripped him took it for myself <laughs> and then that way we just get it done because we were already there um, and we get up there and dude this place is fucking phenomenal the steam coming off the hot water the way everything just kind of flows the colors and I'm colorblind and I still see amazing colors um, and there's all the mountains around and the lava fields and you look out into that lava field and you're like man if you were to walk through that trip and fall down you're going to be cut to shreds. There's going to be chunks of you laying everywhere. And nobody's coming to help you. No, because they're so like, they, I'm not falling down over and, there. And it's also so difficult to find you out there. Yeah. You, you can fall in a hole that's like in the pockets. You know, have mm-hmm. no idea how deep it is. Right. And uh, so, yeah, the, the lava fields can be a bit tricky like that. That's why you always follow all the paths and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, my depth reception at that time was probably a little bit off. Or non-existent. Or non-existent, yeah, probably, may, maybe. I think that comes from, like, your heritage of, like, um, who was it, uh, Leif Erikson? Oh, yeah, Who yeah, looked yeah. out on the north side and said, I'm going to just fucking go to England, or to Greenland. That's no problem. It's right there. Yeah, a little bit farther than he thought. Well, actually, Greenland can be seen from Iceland from one point. So that's yeah. not far, but going maybe to Newfoundland was a little bit further away. Well, I tell you what, to uh, just swim that far, uh, sounds like it's pretty fucking far. Because I'm looking at the map. It's like an inch on the map on a globe. That's pretty <laughs> damn far, I'm thinking. Just because you can see it doesn't yeah, mean yeah, it's yeah, close. Yeah. But he didn't swim. He, he had the boat. He had, he had a boat. So he was on was, a boat. Uh, I'm on a boat. Mm, I'm on a boat. Yeah. It's a great song. If you haven't listened to Lonely Island, go ahead and listen <laughs> to them now. Uh, we'll give you a second to stop. Now listen to the song. All right, and we're back. So, in, in going through all these travels, man... At what point do you think that you maybe started to take Iceland for granted? 
Probably from the beginning when you think about it, you know, because you're, you're here from day one. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. This is the world. This is everything. So, in a way, but but uh, coming through grade school and all that, we, we went to Mivasvet, where the lava fields were and uh, where the Santa Clauses lived and all that. And uh, I, I, I'm guessing most of the grade schools did it then, and most of them hopefully do it still, but I actually think I got pretty lucky with, with teachers and, and, and staff in the school and, and their ideas. Um, but not only that, I mean, we were only about 70, 70 up to 80 students in our grade school, and I'm talking grade school here is 10 years. Uh, that's another family I, I still have in my eyes. Uh, the guys that I went to school with, they call me at 4 a.m. and they need something, in trouble. I'll, I get up. Mm -hmm. These are my friends. These are my, one of my best friends. These are the kind of friends I don't have to talk to for 10 years. They're still my fucking friends when they call. Mm -hmm. And we can still, still talk like nothing changed. And uh, I have so much appreciation for that. But also coming from a small school, I, maybe they were able to put more effort into going and explaining and seeing. Like when we were driving from Akureyri to up to Miva, uh, and I was showing you the lines in the mountain where the wa water used to be and uh, mm -hmm. all, all this stuff comes from grade school this is all what we were taught there yeah. i was talking about the farmer that you know made the got the water up from the from the lake all the way down to his house to make electricity 100 years ago mm -hmm. so, uh, all of this i learned from school right and uh, so yeah i mean i'm, I'm probably taking it for granted but uh, at the same time i've always been a little bit interested in uh, in all this stuff, in the, in the country, how it got got here and how it's changing and how it's splitting in half, literally, as we speak. And uh, I mean, I'm filled with useless information. I don't know that it's useless. Not no, not really, but well, day-to-day -day life, yes, but not to, useless. To let me caveat that. Uh, your information on Iceland is not useless. Some of the other shit you say <laughs> are definitely considered useless. <laughs> um, but you know, not when it comes to training. If it comes to getting stronger, you're pretty spot on. When it comes to Iceland, you're pretty spot on. Politics, you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground. <laughs> um, but I mean, other than that, I really think you know you you you've got it. So has this trip that I've been on this time? Um, has it kind of opened your eyes a little bit more to yeah, what Iceland has? Definitely getting us a second pair of eyes, mm -hmm. fresh eyes. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, I will show them that. It's, it's nothing just tiny, but we'll go there. Mm -hmm. And you're like, whoa. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, okay. I see it. I, I get it. Okay, I get it. But I've seen it a hundred times, so I didn't really realize it was. Mm -hmm. But it gives you a chance to reevaluate things. And I mean, like Christian and uh, me and the guys were laughing at this. We took us to two local swimming pools, uh, both public, uh, like all of the swimming pools basically are. Uh, not not a lagoon or a hot spring or anything, just public swimming pools. And you were like, those were awesome. And we were like, those are the two shittiest ones in the area. Thank you for but, taking me to the shittiest one no, in the area, they, they, by the way. They were, they were close. <laughs> <laughs> that came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the second time we were looking at when they closed down, mm -hmm. the night, 
and the other one was just close by where I slept. So yeah. it was just luck, really, dumb luck. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, those are not the best ones. And we uh, usually when we try to pick a place when we're after training, we're looking for the one with the coldest cold bath mm-hmm. uh, and uh, longest opening hours and stuff like that. We're not like, yeah, it has the best slide. Yeah, because we'll get stuck in it. Well, yeah, the slide. We, we don't need open. that shit. Yeah. Yeah, the fact you guys have water parks that are open year round kind of fucks with me a little bit. Because um, we shut those down on Labor Day, man. Like as soon as summer's over, that's it. They get shut down. Um, but the fact you guys have hot water everywhere here, just man, it's nice. It's, it is. It's a really, really cool thing, and it's it's super enjoyable. And uh, also because we had a lot, had a lot of fishermen, and we still do. And uh, basically, the whole population knows how to swim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you every year in, in grade school, you're starting at six years old. Uh, you're learning how to swim for ten years mm-hmm. uh, because it's a bit, big part of the culture. Because we fish that much, and and uh, people had to have the best chances of staying alive. Yeah. So I mean, that would also be very difficult if not for the hot springs and all the local swimming pools. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I know know that in the states you don't address swimming that way. But yeah, I think yeah, they it's don't cool. address swimming at all. They just say there's a lake. I mean, this, I mean, this is in the curriculum. Yeah, it's not in it for us. I think we learn like what swimming is and, <laughs> is. and physical physical you, education. Yes, yeah, there's a never time like we're going to a pool. You, you know? can see this guy; he lays flat in the water and he's moving his hands. Yeah, you know that's swimming. Okay, yeah. next you agenda. Cup your hand like this yeah. to move more water. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. it. Ah, you almost know swimming. That's good. Yeah. You or did you just have a good teacher and more pictures? Yeah, more pictures. <laughs> that's what it is. Well, luckily, I did grow up on a lake, so I knew how to swim. Grew uh, up on a lake? That's that's dangerous. Okay, so I, le- I lived close to the Very lake. Very close to it. Okay, um, that's better. So I'd say from here to the, the road out there was how far I was from the lake. Okay, that's cool. Um, when I get you to come to Kentucky, we'll, we'll take you down there and Love show it. you that, that boyhood it. home that's probably falling down by now. It's a piece of shit house. Um, but we were close to the lake. Um, so I grew up with a lot of my time was in the water. Awesome. Um, just from, you know, June 1st till September. Uh, that was pretty much it. You know, you get those three months and then you're you're moving on to other things. Um, but, you know, Why? Have, uh, it's cold. Oh, so you're a bitch. No, we're just not uh, not conditioned for that. Uh, plus, they let, all no. the wa- they let all the water out of the lake at that time, too. Wait, what? To the... They, they, take they the, emptied it? Yeah, they emptied it. They, oh, yeah, they yeah, take yeah. the drain out and let it go. To clean it or something? Well, there's that part. <laughs> um, it prevents uh, some of the docks from freezing. And then okay, it, okay. it also uh, feeds all the water into the Mississippi because in the spring. Oh, yeah, you're needing more water in the Mississippi. Yeah. And yeah. in the spring, we're going to get a lot of rain. So we let it fill up then so it doesn't flood out everywhere else, too. Because okay, if, I'll if give all you that. the rivers just were to flow and there, were, there was no dams, okay. then the Mississippi would flood out like every year Damn. and kill a bunch of people and ruin a lot of our farming. Yep. So we try to control the water as much that's, as we can. I'll give you that. That's smart. Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, uh, into Tennessee, and then everybody else who's on the west side of the Mississippi, they try to control their water the best they can. That's cool. So it's a part of our culture that way. Okay. So once the don't, water... Don't get pissed, but it, that, yeah, you'll make a good point. Yeah. Once the water starts to get cold, that's that's pretty much it. You know, boating and you know recreational water use is, is pretty well gone, um, and we don't have pools, you know, like they do here. Yeah. Uh, but we also don't have heatable water the way you guys do here either. No, true. you know that that geothermal availability is not there for us. 
what we do have is caves. So we get to go spelunking and, you know, exploring through caves throughout, you know, the entire region of South Central Kentucky that's there for us. Um, and that's what we would do. That's when I would have fun in the winter because you go in and it's 52 degrees or I guess it would be like 12. Yeah, yeah, here. yeah. We already um, did the math. Yeah, so 12 degrees. Um, that's what it is year round. So in the summertime, if it's hot, that's fucking cool. You go in the cave. In the wintertime, if you're cold, you go in the cave. Um, uh, my small gym we went to up up north. Mm-hmm. Uh, we named it the cave mm-hmm. because there's no windows and it's cold. Yeah. Uh, did you see we had a kettlebell there? It was it was like a skull. Yeah. That's Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Yeah, that's his name. Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Why why Nick Cave instead of Nick Cage? No, because it's a cave. It lives in a cave. It's Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Just like the musician. Named him after him. Which musician is Nick Cave? Come on, man. If I explain the joke. You gotta joke. explain all it's this shit. It's a terrible fucking joke. It's fucking awful. Nick You're Cave, killing me here. Nick Cave is a, is a musician. So it was just a very bad joke. Okay. But we, he, we, we call him Nick Cave. That's a bad joke. Not that I'm telling it to you. Oh, okay. 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 We, we've had some really good jokes between us this week. Yeah, that was, not, that was that not was one like, of them. No, that was not. There's been some that's just like, you re-workshop that. Yeah, yeah. Take that back home. Put it back on the shelf. Yeah, you might want to write that bitch down. Yeah. Fucking rework the punchline. Yeah, it's not working. When we were tired, it was just like, yeah, let's joke this somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're like, this, this ain't going to work. Uh, there's been a lot of time that fatigue has really set in for both of us. Oh, my back is done after this weekend of driving and walking, man. Yeah, the driving, the walking, right after deadlifts. It was a good idea. Yeah, fantastic idea. Yeah. I hope you, I get it again sometime. You decided to pull 350, and let's go drive around for fucking I'm just so glad the two of you, like we talked about Lucifer, mm-hmm. I'm so glad the two of you made the decision for me not to do the 360, yeah. but go for the 350. That was that was. Really nice of you guys. See, again, the three of us together, we can make good decisions. Yeah, I think so. We should yeah. be president together, just like any one of us yeah. on our own. Probably gonna fuck up. Yeah, that would fuck up big time. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Especially, especially uh, Christian. Well, we need to help him figure out the pants thing, but yeah, other than yeah, that, it's okay. The the skinny jean jeggings thing is gonna be tough. Yeah. Especially when his pockets are hanging out, it looks really. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't think girl pants had pockets. They're not supposed to. I don't yeah. think. But these are the front pockets. Ah, that's how they know it's male. Because no, they have the pockets. No, they have the front pockets. The females uh, don't have it on the back. So okay. I'm betting if you turned around, they don't have it. It makes their ass look bigger. Uh, that's what it's for. So I'm betting that's that's what he's going for. I think he's a ghost trying to say uh, that's how he gets smashed. I think that's what he's uh, saying. That's smashing. Is yeah. What that is. So at least now we know we understand. So, Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This segment is brought to you by Bullstrong. Bullstrong is an apparel company started by a good, close personal friend of mine named Bull. Now, I'm here to tell you about what Bullstrong really is. Bullstrong's a mentality. It's a belief that you can do anything. You've trained your mind as hard as you have your muscles. You believe in yourself and you know your own potential. You're the type of person who stands up for what you believe in. You do what you say and no one doubts it. To be truly Bullstrong, the word quit not in your vocabulary. If you're listening to this and you instantly thought that fits your description, then support our brand. Proclaim to the world you are indeed Bullstrong. You can access Bullstrong on Facebook. Just go and search Bullstrong. He'll pop right up. You've got Bullstrong Apparel. It's bull-strongapparel.com. To put it simple, Bullstrong is a company that don't suck. When I was young, 
when I was talking with shows were in black and white. <laughs> so let, let's hit on that for a second here. We'll get off the uh, the jeggings for a minute because you know they're about to die anyway because he's stretching them way too fucking far out. Um, on the back, not on the front. So as we talk, let's let's get into age for a second. So you're 36 now. You're a little over a month older than me, and I feel like I'm broken to fuck. Um, <laughs> but you're going pretty strong. You get to Worlds for your first time. You're looking at Worlds next year if the invite comes through, uh, if not the year after, because by performance, you will have made it. The injury is a setback for you this year. You weren't able to compete this summer because um, that's how your guys' thing kind of works in, in Iceland. you got to go compete at all the shows. you got to finish fucking well. And if you finish well, then you can get an invite to Worlds. Um, Hathor gets his because he competes. And he has to. Um, and he gets his through finishing in the top ten. Right. At Worlds. Yeah. They All, all of them get invites. Right. right. So he's gonna, always going to get his because he finishes top three every fucking time he's there. He put up a record um, this year with that. Mm-hmm. And he also does Ice and Strongest Man. He's done that nine years in a row. Um, he's looking for his tenth. He wants to make sure he can win that ten times, be the only person ever to fucking do it. That's a pretty pretty big goal um, and it's awesome Um, so for you looking forward man you're 36 how much longer you got you've only had two injuries two you know not devastating injuries but two we'll we'll call them major injuries yeah setbacks anything that takes you out of training for more than fucking four weeks we'll call it I call it major well, neither of them took me all the way out, but I, yeah, I agree. But but took you to a point where you know it, yeah. you, you couldn't do certain exercises yeah. for more than that yeah, much time. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, walking now is a little funny for you. I try to straighten you up. But well, it's always been a little funny, but yeah, it's more funny now. Well, you know, are we talking like uh, Christian funny or like regular people funny? Like ha ha. Okay. Uh, like, no, no, it's okay. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, uh, this summer I got a little used to limping, and I'm trying to get myself off of limping. Mm-hmm. So I need to focus on it a little bit, but it will get there. I mean, uh, I've been tired in my knee and hip and b- back a little bit from all that, all the limping. And I mean, the first weeks of training with some weights back as well, I did shift a little bit to the right. And that's nothing, nothing serious. But yeah, um, only these two, these two uh, major injuries through the years. And uh, I've done, like I said, 22 years. I was 14 and I'm 36. Um, so it's been a long time and uh, you know what I will quit when I'm done I will quit when I'm done I mean that's really that's just some great words there Confucius um, and that really answers my question you know super well of you know so so what are your goals what are you what are you trying to do by the time you're 40 you know is, is winning worlds is it there or are you just looking to get past the heats at worlds um, do you want to make it to the main stage at the Arnold? Or do you want to do all the qualifiers for the Arnold? Like, what is it that you that you want? You know, what's best for you, for your family, for your strongman family, you know, to, to make this sport better in Iceland and around the world? You know, what's um, what's down the road for, for Sigfus? Those are a lot of questions in one. Um I'm going back to Worlds, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a very good place mentally when I got there this year. And as soon as I showed up, I was home. I was where I belong. It felt awesome. It felt great. 
I enjoyed myself. Uh, I think that's also a part of why mentally dealing with this injury has been relatively easy. It's not easy, but it's not as hard as fucking could be. But it's just a project, it's something I have to go through. And I'll deal with that shit. I have great uh, massage therapist and physical therapist helping me out. I have a fantastic wife that's ready for me to quit, but supports me as long as I want to keep going. Um, like I said, it's been 20 years since I said I'm going to Worlds. And it, it was 20 years to the month that I got the invite since I said that maybe couple of weeks missing from that full 20 years mm-hmm. and I remember when I fucking said it I was in the UK on a school trip and as soon as I got the invite I had reached a certain goal so I had to put up another one and when I get in there next 20, uh, 2020 or 2021 uh, I'm going to the finals And when I get there, we will have to make some other goals for next step. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Arnold suits me better than the Worlds. I'm big and uh, I'm statically strong, considering, you know, if you look on all the events, statically strong is, is my strongest point. And... Uh, and the Arnold is really, is really more of a static show than anything else. Exactly, and uh, they have a square, you know, system to qualify. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, all the ten spots there are, you can know exactly how to get in. But uh, right now, I'm in a place where I can go to the international Arnold to qualify, but I still need to pay my own way there. Uh, there are not many guys at each show that they will pay. For, for both hotel and flight and all that, but so wait a minute, being a, a pro strongman, you're not rich. You're not just raking in the money. Uh, you saw my apartment where I put up the extra bedroom in the living room to, to so all my kids could have their own bedrooms. Yeah, it was lovely. It I, was fantastic. I enjoyed it, yeah. You know, but uh, it was kind of a, kind of a, a fun spin there that you know pro strongmen, as as big and strong as they are, they're they're not making money. They they all have jobs. Yeah. We all have jobs. So uh, yeah, I, uh, there are a handful of us that can live on the sport itself and usually those are pretty far along mm-hmm. they've won the worlds they've come close to it or something like that but uh, no I'm not rich and that's not well it would be nice here yeah, but it's that's not my main concern though uh, other than the sport if you want to ask me what I mean what where I want to be what, what I want to achieve in life I want to be happy. That's it. Well, you already live in like the happiest place on earth, and I'm even counting Disney World. <laughs> I think this one's better. So, well, because I've been to Disney World, it wasn't that fucking cool. Uh, it was like, eh, I'm good. A lot of kids. I've, 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 I've seen the Mickey Mouse videos you watch. They're great. So I have no idea what you were doing in Disney World, but All okay. Right. So fun little coin drop here. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to see the the wonderful Mickey episodes, that's an eighteen plus show though. It is an eighteen plus show. Do not show your kids. Uh, don't have your kids in the room. Um, it is definitely yeah, don't a, have the kids in the unit. apartment. 
You may be watching them in your car. That's fine. But you'll be laughing, and it'll be great. Uh, but it's called Prostitute Mickey. Uh, go ahead and look this up on YouTube. It's probably one of the greatest things that you've ever seen. Um, but yeah. if you love Mickey Mouse, good chance it's going to ruin it for you. Uh, have um, a handkerchief ready. Have a handkerchief ready. And, um, yeah. But I think because of Prostitute Mickey, if we can get this out there, I think I might find my closing statement. You could. Okie dokie, Mick. I'll see you later. Because <laughs> uh, once you watch the video, then you understand what that means. And that's why that's why Siggy's laughing his ass off right now. Because once you watch it, then you'll know. I've never, so, I've never, I've never seen anything that makes me so sad, but makes me laugh so hard at the same time. It's fantastic. It's messed up. It's one of the one of the best things ever. Um, yeah. And it was it was on YouTube like eight years ago, and it it still makes me laugh. It's still day. there. Yeah. yeah. It's not going away. It's on the internet. It's there forever. Yeah, they can't take joke. it away. You said eight years ago, so it was there eight years oh, ago. So. It's still it's still there. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Um. So, man, with that, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for letting me come here, hanging at your house. I'm letting you? I, I'm not working with customs. Well, well, you let me come to the house and you oh, drove yeah, me around yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. You're welcome. Buddy. Customs let me come to Iceland, yeah. but for inviting me here um, just to hang out with you for a week, man, it has been undeniably the best vacation of my entire life. And I know you've been around, so I, I love to hear that, man. It's fantastic. Yeah. You're welcome. And make sure you come back again. I have more shit to show you. Absolutely, stuff. man. Um, for sure, I, this is at least an annual trip for me. And if I can keep getting tickets for 400 bucks, this might be a biannual trip. I might do spring and fall. I don't know that I want to do summer just because I don't know that I want to do summer. Um, and I definitely don't want to fucking do the winter. <laughs> that doesn't leave many months left, does it? Well, that gives me spring April, and fall, yeah. April and September. I'm good to go. Um, so I've heard October is kind of nice, too. So maybe like late August, early September, it'll be fine. But whatever we can get scheduled, that's what we're gonna do. But man, thank you so much. Um, let's uh, let's let the fans know how to get a hold of you. Um, you have the the Instagram, the Twitter, the, the not the Twitter. So Twitter Twitter's is not a thing in Iceland, is it? Not a big one. Uh, yeah. It's used, but it's it's not huge. Yeah, I think I have um, like four followers. Yeah, so I, I, I downloaded it, make an account, only used it to share my Instagram for a few months. Yeah, and I just threw it out. Yeah. Twitter's Twitter's a, a weird thing. You either have like millions of people mm. or like none, and nobody mm. gives a shit about you. Um, but I shared everything I have to Twitter. Maybe we'll get some people off that too. Yeah. Um, we just I just want to share all my fun times, you know, with all the people. That's that's what I want. It's awesome. Um, so how do they find you on Facebook? Sick with Swastel, WSM athlete. WSM. Yeah, WSM. Uh, so for all you people that do not understand that accent. Um, and then the way they the way that he spells uh, Sigfus is S I G F U S then F O S S D A L. So if you guys are looking for him on Facebook, go check him out. He posts a lot of cool shit. I know this week he's posted a ton of stuff, um, and he's an amazing photographer. You wouldn't you wouldn't realize this, <laughs> yeah. but you put a good camera in his hands, he can take any picture you want. And tell him how to hold it and where to point it, and that's there. Yeah, as long as you tell him yeah. that, you'll be good to go. Yeah. Um, and then how do they find you on Insta? Uh, the same one, six foot Foster, WSM athlete. Okay. All right. So uh, all the listeners be out there looking for you, and hopefully we get this shared out, and uh, yeah. people get to come and see Iceland. Get off your fucking ass, people. Come see Iceland. <laughs>